There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It's the runaway hit, pick six, your college football, NFL football, and probably one soccer game podcast uh, every Thursday and Friday here on the Inside STL Podcast Network. The Tim McKernan Show. Producer Joe is on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies uh, phone lines, uh, as always. Uh, G unit. He has an important board meeting, so we have to we have to get to the picks quick, fast, in a hurry. Joe, uh, Joe is on a number of boards locally. <laughs> I am. It's not funny that I wouldn't believe that you're on a number of you're boards, happy. Joe. I, mean, I know that you are. You know, most of those things you just you just kind of volunteer, and they're like, "Oh, really? You'll do this?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" What a gentleman! What a gentleman! Uh, and this week, producer Joe, you get to lead off uh, as you have finally taken me away from my weekly win. I'm still leading. Here are your standings uh, as we enter into week 11 of our picks. I am 33 and 25, 56.9% against the number, which I am personally thrilled with, uh, and five and four of my locks. So I won another lock last week, going three and three overall. Producer Joe, though, went four and two. He is 31 and 29. 51.7% against the spread, uh, four and six on his locks as it's all soccer all the time. Essentially it's Manchester United every week and uh, G unit. It's just, it's, it's, it's a struggle. It's a, it's a, it's a struggle. There's no other way to candy coat it. Your locks are absolutely horrible. <laughs> Two and seven. Uh, you pick the opposite of the guy who feeds me my picks and the reason why I'm winning this thing. And you were two and four last week and 25 and 33 overall two and seven on your locks. Holy shit. What do you have to say for yourself? Fade unit is is trending <laughs> on the internet. Is it really? It's trending locally. <laughs> trending locally. I mean, I might pick up some national fans here if this continues. <laughs> if you can continue this kind of rate. I mean, 43.1% overall isn't like, I mean, obviously it's not good, but it's it's only eight games under 500 against the spread. It's not like historic, but to be 22% on your locks, that's that's pretty amazing. I did text him last week. Uh, yeah, Joe was mad about your lock. What I, was I my lock? It was the Buccaneers <laughs> against the Panthers, which was the one game my guy said that was the one NFL game to play as the Panthers. I had I had Carolina in a four-game uh, parlay that ended up hitting. Texted Tim. I think the score at the time I texted Tim may have been twenty-eight to seven. Now the game did get relatively close at the start of the fourth quarter, but I honestly couldn't believe. I was like, "Here's one of G, G units lock is amazing." He is now down by 21 points. Mm. And, mm. Uh, yeah. So he, did, he do, doesn't I value do. the lock like we value the lock. Though, That's true. Sure. That's a true statement. Now, it's still, you're still two out of nine. It oh. doesn't change it, but you don't value it. Like, I take pride in the lock. Now, keep time. in mind, my, my initial inclination was to go the Panthers. In fact, I really like the Panthers. So, But you faded yourself. And I you're made in your it, own head. I made it a lock on the opposite side. That might give you a little insight into what where, is where happening. you are. Yeah, here. you're a mess. You're an absolute <laughs> mess. All right, here's what we got this week. We got the Fighting Tigers of Missouri. Last I checked, it was 17. 
Uh, Gangster Pete is always... Oh, oh, do we have a line change? We have a line change. Wow. It is 16 and a half. 16 mm. and a half. That's an important half point. Producer Joe, you get to make the Missouri pick first. Uh, to everybody who is listening to this, I'm 13 and 5 the last three weeks. And three of those losses involve the Missouri game. So I do not feel confident whatsoever about this. But I'm going to take the points with Vanderbilt until I can see Missouri play back-to-back really good games and know what the hell the health is of everybody involved. You have to imagine Emmanuel Hall is going to play, but Albert O, you have no idea. Right. That's what I was just saying to these guys before we start. I had no idea Emmanuel Hall was playing last week, and I did read up on it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Emmanuel Hall's out there and dressed. And it's like, what's going on? It's like a hockey team in the playoffs. I mean, good for Missouri if they can get away with it and nobody reports it, but... I have no idea. So I saw Barry Odom said they're going to work out Albert O on Tuesday, but I haven't seen anything since then. I have no idea. If he's what are the college it. rules on it? On being honest with, uh, with injuries in, in the public? I mean, I know I the NFL's pretty. They got some pretty hardcore rules on that stuff. I honestly, yeah. I was, I was happy as a Missouri fan to see that he was playing last week, and I didn't bet Florida, so I didn't have any, you know, skin in the game. Uh, but I was really surprised that he was playing. I will tell you that. So, uh, and obviously you saw, that's why I kept bringing it up every week, the, the Emmanuel Hall factor. And I think Albert O has, uh, I don't know if I would say it's similar, but he's certainly an incredibly important part of that offense. And I have no idea if he's playing. I'm taking Vanderbilt as well. I hate losing that half point as far as the pick goes. Uh, kind of like uh, the half point on Alabama talked me out of that one last week. But um, I'm still, t- and the logic is, listen, I mean, it's from my standpoint, 45% Missouri can cover this. So it's, it's like you, Joe, it's not a confidence play, but we have to pick it. Um, but Vanderbilt's a team that tends to slow a game down. I have no idea if Albert O is playing. It's the great mysteries of these things. Um, so I will go, and, and it's going to be super cold, 11 o'clock game. But, I mean, it's, it's an absolute coin flip. So not that anybody's running with me anyway. But I'm taking uh, Vanderbilt in the 16 and a half. I expect Missouri to win. I just think that's a big number. But by no means would it surprise me if they covered. Uh, G unit. That means the action is now on you. Vanderbilt. Well, you're not you're not starting to uh, implement a strategy to just start going opposite of us just to try and catch up in the game. I respect that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to start doing that yet. I I think Mizzou's overvalued, and I think the theme in, in a lot of my picks this week is just the overvalue based on what they did last week, and I think that's what this is, is. a prisoner of the moment risk? Oh, Missouri, or you're talking about in general? Missouri. Well, in general, in, in my picks this week, that I think that there's a lot of overvaluing going on in the lines, but Mizzou especially. I mean, that was a pretty fantastic uh, result they had last week, so I think they probably got a good bump, three or four points, just because of it. I mean, they're the, they're the same team as they were two weeks ago. All right, there it is. Hey, let me tell our audience about our sponsors who make this thing possible. Uh, Ryan Kelly, who is the sponsor of our studios where G-Unit and I reside on our Thursday tapings. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. If you're buying a home, if you're refinancing a home, there's only one name to know, and that's Ryan Kelly and his team at thehomeloanexpert.com. Loyal sponsor of both this podcast and our radio show for years now. We are very grateful for his support, but on top of it, He's a really good guy, philanthropic guy who knows his industry and who will save you money. And that's what you care about the most. He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsors of the Tim McKernan Show here on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Producer Joe, you have honors. You are 31 and 29, 51.7% against the spread. And I guess since we haven't picked the same number of games, I'm up by more than two games, maybe by like three games if these were baseball standings. Yeah, because I've had some pushes. 
Uh, but either way, I mean, hey, we, we got to raise G units not out of this thing either. Uh, it can change very quickly. But, Producer Joe, you get to make your four picks first this week. Uh, while you're talking about undervaluing or overvaluing teams, last week, uh, very poor showing after a bye week and after a loss to Purdue from Ohio State. But I do like the three-and-a-half points that they are laying against Michigan State, so I will go with the Buckeyes this week. They're still a one-loss team, still not out of the, the argument for getting into the playoff. They just haven't looked like a playoff team their last two games out. But I will lay those three-and-a-half points. I will go uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma over 79. Oklahoma hasn't failed me. Combined, these two teams are 13-5 and five with overs this season. I will lay nearly two touchdowns with the Georgia Bulldogs, minus 13-and-a-half against Auburn this weekend. It's the first time Auburn has been a road dog all season, and they had to battle their asses off last week. And then finally, another team with only one loss and still not out of the equation, and they're going to have to start making things look better, although their matchup against Oklahoma in a couple weeks is going to ultimately, I think, define what their season looks like. I'm going to go over the 56 of TCU in West Virginia. Uh, all right, let's go through them here uh, with producer Joe's plays to recap. Uh, Ohio State minus three and a half. I took Ohio State on TMA this morning, but we just have games given to us. Uh, OSU, Oklahoma over 79. Georgia's playing Auburn, and that is between the hedges. And they're minus 13 and a half. And TCU, West Virginia, that is an over of 56. Producer Joe looking to continue his hot streak. Once again, my guy, uh, he sent 10 games over last week and he went seven and three. Uh, unfortunately, I only went three and three. So uh, a couple of the games that he picked uh, that were losers, I happened to also pick and we had to pick. We all picked Florida. It's the first time that happened. And of course, it didn't cover. <laughs> so he sent these over. Uh, he's got Tennessee plus three and a half versus Kentucky. And so that means I will take Tennessee plus three and a half against Kentucky. Uh, he believes in this theory, producer Joe. Georgia beating you twice. Kentucky was so I got sla- Tennessee plus five and a half, Tim. Woo! Wow. Gangster Pete, welcome to the Irish Mafia. Good to have Holy you. Cow. Look you at that. Place. All about the integrity of the show, Tim. That's right. That's exactly right. Now producer Joe is going to piss and moan for the next three minutes. No. No, what was the line you just had for Tennessee? Three and a half. Minus three and a half. No, get, three and getting half. three and a half. So I got oh, two okay. extra points. Oh, okay. Did you hear yeah, about I, that I, big injury though on Tennessee? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what these teams' mascots I'm are. I'm, re- I'm essentially reading an email, and if it makes me a thousand dollars, it's fine with me. And hell, the audience. What does the audience care if they're my picks? If I'm giving you winners, uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, but he says you Kentucky's overvalued. I agree with that. Uh, and then Tennessee as a new coach. Always look at a first-year coach to beat the spread the last month of year one. Little fun fact in this game. This guy. I've got all his emails. I'd be curious what he is against the spread this year. It's got to be close to 75%. I mean, it's it's insanity. Um, let's see. Washington State minus five at Colorado. Washington Not State. Not so fast. What's that? Washington State is minus six. Ah! Washington State minus six. I lost a point right there. Uh, let's see. Uh, that was the first time Washington State didn't cover. Uh, that means Kansas yeah. of 2007. And they're 11 and 0 against the spread start as the Gamblers 85 Bears. You said any number under seven take Washington State. Colorado has quit on their coach after the 5 and 0 start. Uh, fair enough on that one. Uh, let's see. Penn State minus eight against Wisconsin. Penn State minus eight against Wisconsin. 
Uh, a lot of people are on Wisconsin on TMA this morning. Uh, he is on Penn State, minus eight. God, the other game, there are two that he doesn't really like, and then he sent me an update on it, so I'm, just give me Penn a, State, Penn, minus Penn eight? Penn State, minus nine. Penn State, minus nine. What's the problem, G-Unit? If you don't like the pick, it makes me feel really good about it. I don't like the pick. Great. Awesome. So there's another one. Uh, and then let's see. So um, he's talking about Missouri and Arkansas. Uh, pass on Arkansas, LSU. Don't trust LSU after the Alabama loss, but the marketplace is punishing LSU too much for this loss. So then the other game that he likes, and I hate doing this. I mean, it's not because of the Missouri-Kansas thing. I just can't I can't imagine using one of my picks on Kansas, but this guy's been too good, so i got to just roll with him. He likes Kansas against... Did KU fire their coach or not? There was yeah, a report that they he, did, the and then, the then they said that they didn't. Yes. So he's done at the end of the year. That, oh, it, one of those deals. String, but yeah. It's so such he's, a bad idea. Gone. I know. I don't know why people do that. I don't get that at all either. Uh, all right, so I'm taking Kansas against Kansas State. This is... This is bad idea, Jeans, but this guy's God. this guy keeps giving me Wyoming picks, and I'm like, all right, Wyoming. And you guys are like, what the fuck does Tim know about Wyoming? I don't. I don't. I just know he picks and he wins. That's what I know. What number do we have? Uh, we got P- KU, lowercase K, Thank you. plus 10 and a half. All right, so my picks God, are official. What's going that's, on, that's like Joe? The, that's the butt-ass bowl. I mean, you've got one coach who's done at the end of the season and one coach who won't go out and being Bill Snyder. That should be done there, too. That, that is like dead man walking game. Uh, Tennessee plus five and a half against Kentucky. Where is that game? Is that in Kentucky or is that in Tennessee? It oh. should be at Kentucky, I believe. Yeah, I, that one I legitimately do. That's I would, at Tennessee. I, oh, is it uh, really? Oh, my God. Yow. Wow. I really like that. Now that, now that, now that scares <laughs> me. Now, it's, not, it's not the Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama trifecta we had last week, but it's, it's in that realm. Uh, Washington State minus six. I love that one. You love that? Yeah, that was my lock of the week, so I'll replace it. Why? Uh, because I don't want to ask both be picking the same game. But we did last week. We did. We did. But... Listen, I don't give a shit. Fine with me. I hope you pick something that loses. Penn State <laughs> minus nine, and then I'm pecking Kansas. I think the first time in the history of this contest that either one of us have had to pick Kansas one way or the other. Kansas plus ten and a half. I have no idea, but my guy's been so damn good. It's like if you're rolling with a stockbroker, I got to roll with them. I mean, I can't just pick the things that I like. Hell, the things that I like is lose. So there are my picks. All right, before we go to G Unit, and and really what I think most people are tuning in for is G Unit because he's the most consistent <laughs> of the whole operation. Producer Joe is on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies uh, phone lines. Mark Hanna is at evergreenstl.com. The questions from the audience podcast this week uh, somebody asked me about, like, I talk about how I regret the way I manage my money and. In my 20s, and I uh, go, so what were you doing? And, like, assuming that there was, like, some great cocaine story or, like, a problem with prostitution or something like that. And the truth is it just that's just not what was going on. It was just a lack of knowledge. And so, therefore, I'm just like, oh, sweet, I'm making some money. I will spend my money. And uh, and, and now I look back on it and I go, oh, my God, I know somebody quite well who was in a probably similar position, uh, both income and, and house value-wise, and this person paid off their home, and I did not. And it's just it just tilts me beyond belief, even though it's, you know, a decade plus removed from it. So that's why I recommend meeting with a financial advisor. And the financial advisor I'm talking about is Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's online at evergreenstl.com. That's evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. And uh, in the questions from the audience podcast, I read an email from somebody who said they hated when I would do the Mark Hanna read because it was a reminder to them of his 
financial issues and it gave him anxiety, but he said, you know what? Finally, I decided I needed to do it. I called and I met with him and it's put my mind at ease. And on top of that, Mark has been so good to them from a customer service standpoint that he recommends and he wanted me to let the audience know about it. Not that I'm surprised because uh, I know the way that Mark operates. He's online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, the sponsor of our phone lines on the Tim McKernan Show when the great producer Joe is on the road. All right, uh, G-Unit, here we go. This is what the people are waiting for. How are you going to right the ship? <laughs> All right, to all my fans out there, this is the uh, the big... Well, I, I mean, well, okay. You're already arguing with yourself. <laughs> uh, we're going to go since, Cincinnati versus the about? Saints. Cincinnati Bengals plus five and a half at No A.J. Green doesn't bother you. Yeah, no A.J. Green and uh, addition of Des Bryant on the other side of the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. I just look at this as a letdown game for New Orleans coming off that big win against the Rams. I'll tell you, all, all of my picks here are, are going to be going against overvalued teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be on all dogs. So Cincinnati plus five and a half. I just like the home field. Uh, maybe to win it outright, but Saints probably squeak by field goal game. Uh, next game, Detroit at Chicago. Detroit Lions at the Bears plus six and a half. Uh, again, I just think Chicago's overvalued. They've, they've won two in a row. Detroit's lost two in a row. But but who, have, who has Chicago beaten uh, a couple shitty teams? I mean, they're coming off that massive victory over Buffalo. And we know what Buffalo's about. So uh, I take I take Detroit. It's a must-win for them. Probably another field goal game. Next game, the New York Giants at the 49ers. Monday night football. Not a very good one, but the Giants are a better team. And I think this quarterback for the for the Niners, that was a hell of a start. But I think he's gonna now that the team's had a week to prepare for him, he is uh he's gonna have a really rough Monday night. Eh, maybe Seven sacks on him. I actually like that pick. Worries me. You Giant, like, what's the number? Plus three. Giants plus three. All right. And you know, generally, I like dogs on Monday night. If if you had, if I had to pick two blind teams. Uh, next game, Cleveland plus five at home versus Atlanta. Wow. Cleveland all around all the time. I think. Uh, I think the Falcons. Plus five? That's right. Well, that's what I got. That's Gangster. correct. Yeah, Falcons, just another overvalued team based on what they've been doing, and I don't think they've been playing tough competition, uh, whereas the Browns, even though they've been losing, they have been playing uh, a tough team. So we'll take Cleveland plus five. There it is. G-Unit is in with the Bengals plus five, the Lions plus six and a half. Bengals five and a half, right? The Bengals are five and a half. Five and a half. The Lions plus six and a half. The Giants plus three. And the Browns plus four. Five G unit is in James Carlton, a fine sponsor of this presentation. I just switched my business to him last week and couldn't be happier with it. As a matter of fact, had my dad meet with James Carlton this week and he said, Timmy, this guy's good. I think I might switch to him too. So that's uh, the, the reason why uh, the customer service it stands out. And I think people think of an insurance agent. They're just like, yeah, somebody I know, whatever, do it with them and don't even check rates. Don't even worry about customer service. And the absolute, I think ultimate nightmare scenario is thinking you're covered for something and then finding out that you're not. I'm actually going to have lunch with James Carlton in about an hour, as a matter of fact, and uh, and we're going to go over some things, and I just know that everything will be buttoned up, and that's just uh, it gives you peace of mind. He's 314-961-4800. He's online at carltoninsurance.net. You can save you money. And on top of it, the attention to detail from him and his staff of seven people uh, is, is as good as it gets in the area, and that's why so many people are switching to him. You'll be very happy if you gave him a phone call 
314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. Producer Joe, uh, here you go. It is uh, time for Locks of the Week. Which English soccer game do we have this weekend? Uh, before we get to that, Tim, your impression of your father is really good. You like that? Uh, I've heard I it do. for 42 yeah, years. I mean, it, it, it's really, really good. Timmy, this uh, guy's really good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and those are like, that's the exact words that he would say, yeah. too. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's really good stuff. Um, Sunday morning, 1030 Central kickoff time. It is uh, Manchester United and Manchester City. Mm, rivalry play, game. Playing one another. The last time they faced off was a 3-2 game in April of last year. Man City could have won the league. United stormed back in the second half after being down two goals and win 3-2 to delay the eventual uh, crowning of Manchester City. Manchester City have scored six goals their last uh, two games each, so 12 goals from their last 180 minutes. I am going over the three-and-a-half. That brings back 115. Uh, United with a very, very, very late winner yesterday at Juventus in the Champions League, a massive win for them in a very, very big game this coming up weekend. But I do like goals. Manchester City can score, and United struggle to defend. They should have given up four or five goals yesterday. I love the over, over the three and a half. There it is, Producer Joe. I might have to go and uh, enter that in so I don't forget uh, on that over now. You can also you can also get the Asian handicap on that also. The Asian it's, handicap. Have you never heard of Asian handicap? I think, uh, I think yeah, you yes, made yeah, a little yeah, Asian yeah, handicap. Just, just, for the, just for the sake of not losing our audience, we're not going to have you explain <laughs> it today. Maybe, maybe you can do that on the cat chat sometime. Uh, but right. uh, but I uh, I do know what you're talking about, so just ask somebody on the Asian handicap if you want producer Joe's over on that. But I am going to go put that in because you are on a heater on your, your soccer plays. Uh, so I, I am going with the game that I think everybody thought I would go with, which is the Northwestern-Iowa game. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and that, of course, is... <laughs> that is, of course... Uh, Northwestern getting ten and a half. I think there's money line value on this, and when I say I, I mean a guy who emails me who apparently is really good at handicapping. So uh, Iowa is giving ten and a half. It was at eleven at one point, so I'm paying the extra half point when I actually wager on it to get it eleven. But uh, hopefully it will cover the ten and a half because that's my lock of the week here on our Pick Six podcast. Woo, to unit. Back to back weeks. Back to back weeks. You've had Iowa involved in your lock. Uh, and I had back-to-back weeks of Purdue beforehand, so you can figure where my guy lives as to uh, where my picks are. Uh, yeah, I have a pretty good feeling. Yep. Somewhere yeah, in the yeah. 10 country. Yep. I think it's a tight read. Joe, I'm, I'm looking at this over-under. I, I can't follow it on Manchester City, Manchester United. It's like over three uh, and over three and a half. I don't know. I don't know yeah, you have a three and a three and a half. You can select the three and the three and a half, which is the Asian handicapping, or you can just take the three and a half. Okay. So what's the three and a half? Minus 120? No, plus one fifteen. And that's your bet? Yes, over the three and a half, plus one fifteen. I don't know. I can't follow it. I have no idea. Uh G unit, uh, what do you got? This is a super double lock. Oh, oh no. And Run. keep in mind this is only the second super double lock I've offered. And all you year. are only 0 and one on these, so <laughs> this is a pretty good record. The Seahawks. At the Rams, plus nine and a half. Oh, you're going Seahawks? I'm going to go Seahawks, and that's why it's a a super double lock. I tell you what, this is the biggest underdog Russell Wilson has been in his entire career. Can you believe that? Nine and a half points? Three and oh, when he has been a dog of seven points or more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that alone makes this a super double lock. But, uh, 
the Rams have have not been good against the spread lately. Uh, I think it's a good spot coming off a tough game at New Orleans. Um, and the Rams have just been overvalued. And, and the Seahawks-Rams have played already, and it was a really close game. If I gave you 20 points and 5-1 to one on a bet, would you be interested in taking it? 20 points in this game? Yep. And then I get paid 5-1 to one on the bet? If they cover twenty, juicy. Well, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to run those. No, I would not do that. And I'll tell so, you, I just want that to be clear to the audience that I offered the man twenty points, and he would not take the bet. Well, five, five to one, five to one. Well, I may mean, make it twenty bucks. You know, like something, you know, relatively oh, speaking, okay. material. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. So I owe you twenty, or you owe me a hundred if the, right. the Rams win by twenty. What are you calling me a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to get your confidence level because you and Joe. Like, my guy, listen, again, my success, I don't deserve it at all because it's an, another person, to be clear. But uh, the way you guys talk about, like, when he's 3-0 and against these spreads or, you know, Washington State 7-0 against the number, that's when he bets the opposite because his logic is it's overvalued. And so that's when he go, he zigs and zags. Now, I realize you're talking career, and this isn't talk—and I mean, he's citing season statistics. And the Rams are one of the public favorites this week. There's, there's no question. I mean, my, my thought process on it is, is I, I'm is a daily fantasy player and a horrible daily fantasy player. Holy shit, a horrible daily fantasy player. Uh, that Chris Carson's a guy that I like to roster, and he's at a question mark. And, and why I loved Alvin Kamara last week is because the Rams are so tough to move the football up the middle against on the ground. Because of their defensive tackles, you're going to have to go to the outside, and that's for Kamara running to the outside and the screen plays. And so knowing that the Seahawks really can't get the ball to the outside, I just don't know how they're going to move the ball on the ground against that team, and I think the Rams just beat the hell out of them. Yeah, so I really like the Rams, actually. And if I didn't have a guy sending me picks, I might have taken What's your Rams. guy say? Uh, I didn't say anything about it. He just sends picks that he likes. And I think this week every single one of them was a college game. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, Do, do we have a bet? What's the, Yeah, of course we do. 20 so, bucks. So you either owe me 100 I owe you 20 and the number and is they got to win by twenty points. That's right. The reason why that might be a, a decent bet on well, I mean, I, I think it's a bad bet on your part. That's of why course because you have a double lock on this thing. Well, I mean, right. So why wouldn't it be? But I, the only way that I think you could win that bet and buy that many points is because the Rams can run, and if they do get a, a couple, you know, say they get a defensive touchdown early, that they can they can they can shut them down for the rest of the game, pretty much. Just eating I don't up the know. clock. I just, I just think it's going to be really tough for Seattle to move well, the ball. But I, listen, I, I, mean, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter to me. It'd be nice to win 100 bucks on something. That's that's, that's my thought. I just I, I look at this game as a game where I think it isn't going to be like a 38-10-ish kind of game. That's my reasoning. You, you think it'll be 38-10? to 10. Something like that. That's why I'm so, weighing 20. So we got the Rams minus 20, 5-1 to one odds. That's right. 20 and 100. Yes. That does not count toward our records. It's just right. a G-Unit nice side bet. Joe, what do you, what, you, we'll got, you, you got action on Tottenham or something that you want to talk about? No, but I, I, I believe I saw a tweet last week that the 11 highest played games in the NFL on Sunday were all, it went 11 and 0. Oh, yeah, it was nuts. Las Vegas had one of its worst weekends ever. I didn't realize that. But again, that's because I talked to the guy who moves the money for Wales in Las Vegas, and so he's a runner. And, uh, and you know what? He was, they were on, they were off. I mean, they had a bad week, but that's because they usually, you know, they don't fade the public. They're just picking games that the public aren't picking. So they so were the whales the, were off. The the whales were on the Browns, and uh, and what was the other the one? There was another one. Bears. Whales weren't on the. Oh yeah, he was on the Bears. You're right on that. Yeah, the Bears so I, covered. I, I oh yeah, but but there was there were another couple that 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 they didn't hit on. And there was something else, and I can't remember what it was, which sucks. Uh, they were on the Falcons, but he didn't tell me that until after the fact, which did me no good because I didn't roster any Falcons. That's what I, I don't base it on my bets per se. I, I base it on my, I'll take this information. And he goes, Hey, we're on the bears. 
And I'll go, oh, okay, sweet. Then I'll roster Bears and certainly the Bears defense last week, which wound up being huge. They were the most expensive defense, but they got you 28 points. And really to win those big DraftKings tournaments, you got to hit on a defense because that's where the, the big variance is. Uh, so, yeah, they, I mean, so, yeah, you wonder if the, in the NFL this could be good for G-Unit because he's on a lot of the – the teams with pluses next to their number, and uh, maybe oh, it's good favorites for, we can. It's good for G. It's good unit. G unit. All right, well, you've got a track like record, a so I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what, if this is what if I turn this around? This is going to be. It'd be a great story. Yeah, it'd be a great story. I mean, listen, if either one of you win this, you're legitimately winning it. I've hired a guy. I've hired a guy. You know, I've outsourced. Now, some people might respect it. Some people not, might not respect it. I think people tune into this thing simply to ideally make some money which is kind of an awkward spot for all of us. Um, but, hey, I, w- I want at least one of us to be successful, to give people a reason to tune in. And, and here recently, producer Joe's been good, and I've been good, and so who knows? But I, I, I don't know anything. You think I know a fucking—I couldn't name somebody on Northwestern Iowa, you know? <laughs> but this guy gives me his reasons, says, this is the game. I love this game. I wonder what the money line on it is while we're, while we're on, and he's all worked up about this now. Um, on the Northwestern, on Northwestern, Iowa Northwestern game? Iowa, since it's a 10 and a half point number, you'd have to think it's like, what would you think, like a plus 400 ish? If you yeah, just took Northwestern straight up, wouldn't it? Yeah. So if you want to Wait, throw something on that, he too, likes them to win? Uh, he could see him winning, yeah. Could see him winning. I mean, you know, obviously he's not infallible here, but uh, let's see while we're here. By the way, Kansas is plus 320. So that would make sense because Kansas is plus 10 and a half. Uh, Wisconsin, if you like them, plus 270. If you think Vanderbilt could score the upset, they're plus 550. Illinois plus 550 against Nebraska. Has Nebraska turned it around? I mean, I know they won a couple games, but that looked like a different football team than the one I watched in, sure in September. Sure Northwestern's plus 320. Okay. That's a tough read there because Ohio State just made, looked disinterested yeah. and made so many self-inflicted. There was a cutaway of their offensive corner because that was the game I was watching because I did actually put it in four-game teasers like a total mark to do that in college. And their and their like offensive coordinator cuts to the sidelines after yet another like stunning interception, and he goes, "What the fuck was he doing?" <laughs> like he was so blatant, you could do the lip reading. Uh, so that was a weird one, but uh, just clearly the trenches were dominated more by Nebraska in the early going. And I knew three minutes in, I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna lose this." I just have to hope that they cover the sweetheart teaser thing. Um, so anyway, there it is. The picks are in. Do with them what you want. Uh, and G Unit now making side bets with me, and I like that. I like that. That's, That's good. Fine. Joe, you got any side bets you want to make? I'll take them. No, no, I do love. I do love your Washington State pick, though. That, Everybody uh, likes the Washington State pick. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think they're a decent team, and the amount of close games that they've played, and at the same time, Colorado is just death spiraling right now. They're uh, minus two fifty. Looks like a team that would be happy just to get to a bowl, which means they have to win one more game somewhere along the line, but. I, I love Washington State. That's my favorite game of the week, but I will not take it as my lot. Yeah. Since we're going, uh, this is Thursday, and we're, we didn't pick the Thursday night game. What do you guys? This is a great game. Love the, the NFL. Over. Love. The I over. love the Steelers. Love the over. Do you love, love the, the over tonight? Yes, I actually, I actually have bet it. Really? What yeah. is that? Fifty-one and a half. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I any, like the Steelers too. Any weather issues there? Nope. I check before I do it. I it's always like check 40. before I do it. Wow. It sounds like you're now you're going to be on it. God, I feel like Chaz Palmentary in Bronx Tale with that guy they call Mush. Ah, uh, the Mush. Yeah. Steelers are down to minus three. <laughs> Shit. Might as well rip up my ticket. Ah, uh, man. That's one of my favorite movies, too. Colosino. Colosino. On the streets of the Bronx. Think about it, Gangster Pete. <laughs> All right, anything else? Anybody else want to just, like, bet something ridiculous? It's fine if you do. No, I do like Syracuse tomorrow night, though, on Friday night football. Who are they playing? 
I don't know. Just saw perfect. the number when I was <laughs> That's a good way to, end, good way yeah, to end the pod. Kind of sums up the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. It was great insight. Uh, thank you, G-Unit. Hopefully you turn it around because you are rolling with me on at least one pick. Gangster Pete's on the ones and twos. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. Thank you to Seth Goldcamp, a design air heating and cooling. Ryan Kelly, the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. They all make it possible. It is the Tim McKernan Show, the Pick 6 podcast on the Inside STL Podcast Network.